This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is July 6th, 2019. The day was July 6, 1988. The Piper Alpha oil rig, 110 miles northeast of Aberdeen, Scotland, exploded. 167 people died in the disaster. A consortium including Occidental Petroleum, Texaco Britain, International Thompson, and Texas Petroleum owned Piper Alpha, and it was operated by Occidental. The Piper Alpha platform was located in 474 feet, or 144 meters, of water in the North Sea. Oil and gas pipelines connected the platform to two other production platforms called Claymore A and Tartan A, and a manifold compression platform known as MCP-1. Piper Alpha produced hundreds of thousands of barrels of oil every day, more than any other in the world at the time. The Piper Alpha platform separated the fluid produced by the wells into oil, gas, and condensate. The oil was pumped through a pipeline to the Flotta oil terminal in Orkney. The condensate was injected back into the oil to be sent to shore, and the gas was sent through a pipeline to the manifold compression platform. The production deck level of the platform was made up of four modules. Module A was the wellhead, B was the oil separation module, C was the gas compression module, and D was the power generation and utilities module. There were firewalls between the modules, but they were not blast resistant. The main production areas had a fire and gas detection system. On July 6, 1988, one condensate injection pump, Pump A, was out of operation for maintenance. Pump B was in operation. Three jobs were supposed to be done on Pump A preventative maintenance, repair of the coupling, and recertification of a pressure safety valve. That day, the relief valve was removed for testing, and by the time the day shift was over, the job was not done. The relief valve was not replaced, but this was not communicated to the night shift personnel. After pump B went down at around 9.50 p.m., the lead production operator decided to start pump A, But about five minutes later, alarms started going off. Around 10 p.m., just as the operator put his hand out to cancel the alarms, there was an explosion in the gas compression module of the Piper Alpha platform, blowing the production operator across the room. Gas condensate leaking from the pump ignited. Almost immediately after the explosion, a pool fire broke out in the oil separation module. A pool fire is a diffusion flame where a layer of volatile liquid fuel evaporates and burns. The oil pool fire created a plume of smoke that enveloped the platform at the production deck and above. The spreading fire got to over 700 degrees Celsius or about 1300 degrees Fahrenheit. The offshore installation manager sent a mayday signal. Though there was a fire water system, the sprinkler heads did not work properly. Because the explosion had disabled the main communication system, the platforms attached to Piper Alpha continued producing and pumping oil for a while. Since there was so much smoke, the lifeboats were not accessible. So people tried to escape using other methods. Some climbed down knotted ropes to the sea. 
Others jumped into the sea from higher heights, including the helideck. Nearby vessels sent fast rescue crafts to the scene. Though about 59 people survived the disaster, 167 died. It was the deadliest offshore oil disaster ever. The platform was destroyed, and by the next morning, only the wellhead module remained. The fire burned for three weeks before oil well fireman Paul Neil Adair extinguished it. Scottish judge William Cullen led an inquiry into the causes of the disaster. The Cullen report was released in November of 1990. It found that Occidental did not have proper safety and maintenance procedures, and that the condensate leak was caused by the maintenance work happening on a pump and safety valve. It also recommended new procedures for training workers, operating equipment, and designing platforms, as safety management, staff communications, and safety systems have proved inadequate in the disaster. The disaster exposed problems with offshore regulations and led to the 1992 Offshore Installations Safety Case Regulations in the UK. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow for more tidbits of history. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.